British are coming. The British are coming. Be aware of their red hats. Look to your left and to your right, and you will see the default podcast. The podcast that starts when no other podcast will. I'm Josh. I'm Sterling. And we are here to something. I can't remember. Gonna go to the tickle your <laughs> ears thing. I was wondering if you were gonna remember it because I was like, we started and we didn't talk about it first. What is that phrase? You're supposed uh, to. Well, since we ended up, we're getting pretty dynamic with it to where we can like do each other's parts. So we ended up being backwards because of our weird. Well, there's British like and the, there's like a bridge. Yeah, it's like, it's and we be, need we you on this. We request three things of you, and there then whoever go. one says that, the other one says, "Listen, what? take the best and leave the rest." Which is what we request that you do now because that you are here. Most of that is the stuff you could leave. And what else you could leave? Uh, a review on iTunes. Ooh. We would love that. That is one of the big ways that we grow here on the podcast. Definitely. The pod, what is it? What is the app called? Just podcast, isn't it? It's Apple Podcasts, like, yeah, yeah app, whatever. Whatever their podcast. There's not app. a whole lot of discoverability in the podcast world, so leaving your reviews there helps us out a lot. So if you'd like to participate in that way, that would be great. Better yet, listen to us on Spotify six times throughout the week, or <laughs> is that, even is better, that? just take Spotify, put it on repeat, and leave it somewhere. Is that a thing? Does that do anything? I don't think so. Probably. I not. have no idea. But hey, you know what? If you did do that, we'd appreciate your attempts at helping us and your gusto oh we would definitely appreciate your gusto sterling i also want to give a shout out real quick go ahead to canada shout out to canada because they are just a barren wasteland of nothing and they have nothing going for them see i wouldn't i don't know about that one canada is quite possibly the bane of human existence well it is the world's scalp According to our statistics, you're pissing off about 12 people right now, <laughs> um, 12 of our listeners in Canada. But actually, we have the opposite opinion of Canada. I think Canada is dope. I visited Vancouver last no, year. No, actually, I do like Canada. I'm totally joking. They're last... super nice. It's hard not to like Canada. I, you know what? I met uh, a couple weeks ago. I was out with a couple Canadian dudes in Vegas for work. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I noticed that they say, the guy's name was Stuart, but they say Stuart. Stuart. Just like the freaking TV show Letterkenny. If you guys haven't watched Letterkenny, it's Canadian. I think it's based on... It's Canadian? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's made in Canada, but it's supposed to be filmed in Canada, so they all have Canadian accents and stuff. It's hilariously, incredibly well-written. I didn't realize that was Canadian. It is so good, but they say... They They say say stuff like that. They say Stuart. 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 And I couldn't figure out why until I met this dude from Canada named Stuart, and he kept introducing himself like that. I was like, you know what? He sounds just like the guys on... And I was like, oh. I was like, it's true. It's true, It's dude. literally what they do. That's the problem with stereotypes. They're true. Anyway, we have a question for you Canadians out there. We would like to know, if we were to visit Canada, what's the one place we have to eat? Okay, we know other countries... Actually, we don't know other countries. I'm not even going to say that. But if we were to go to Canada, what's the one place or thing that you're just like, oh yeah, Canada has this. That's what you eat when you go. We would like to ask you, 12 listeners out there, what is that? Because here's the thing. Here's Sterling the thing. and I love food yes so give it to us send it <laughs> email us some poutine. Email, email us some of that email a photo of what poutine. did you say poutine that's a, one of the foods you know that right actually i don't what is that explain that to me um it's basically pure heaven it's like cheese curds on top of french fries with gravy i know it sounds a little does that sound weird to you it sounds intense is dude what that it sounds. is amazing and it sounds like here. it was born and bred in the south it was born and bred sounds. in canada dude and they have it here in Denver. Poutine. Pl- yeah, it has a weird name. I'll give you that. What kind of like restaurants would serve it? Um, like an Italian? Like, like maybe American? What places I've seen it. I've seen it at a brunch restaurant, but that's probably weird. Okay. I think it's more of a dinner item, but I don't really know. Maybe they just eat it year round or day round, whatever. <laughs> this is why we need you guys to email us. We need us, okay? Canadian we need restaurants out here. On the food types, the best ones, the best restaurants. Tell us Where so we, we can tell going? others. Um, 
But that is that as far as our listenership goes. On another random topic, hiccups. What on earth is going on with the hiccups? Hiccups? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? Like, what do you mean, what what on earth is going on with them? Well, what is going on? (laughs) Like, what causes (laughs) it? Am I sucking air in? I've always been told it's because you eat too fast. Yeah, but isn't there multiple reasons you have hiccups? Probably. Also, are hiccups, like, why does everyone have so many dang remedies for hiccups? There's nothing else has n- such weirder remedies than hiccups. And 90% of them don't work. 90% of them don't work. But you know what I did one that freaking worked? Which one? And I was like, this is not true. And then I tried it. <laughs> what the heck? You take a glass, you put a paper towel over it, uh-huh. and you just drink one sip of water through the paper towel. Through the paper towel? Yes. I've heard <laughs> drinking glass or maybe backwards. Or maybe it's a napkin. Or drinking water upside backwards. Down. Upside down, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it works. I think someone, they probably pranked me, but it worked. And it I tried worked, it again, dude. and it worked again. And I think it has something to do with like the way you like breathe different when there's air. I don't yeah. know something in front of the. I have no That's idea. Some, if it's that has to do something with the cloth and the moisture, bro. Or I am just got lucky twice. It's a mental thing, is all it is. Deep well, down. either way, it's so weird how your body like gets stuck, and you can't. You have zero control over hiccups. Like it's like you feel so yeah, powerless against hiccups. If someone put a gun to your head and said, "Don't you dare!" when you had them, you'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna die." I'm dead. You can't yeah. stop. You can't just focus it down. You could try all the it remedies. It sucks. You know what other type of hiccup there is. One that rides a dragon. How to train your dragon. What's oh up with gosh. that kind of hiccup? <laughs> you know what's weird? It would have been weird if that character was huge, big, bulky character, right? Hiccup doesn't sure. make sense. Why if is his hiccup, name was hiccup associated yeah. with, with weakness? Hiccups? Yeah. Is it because you can't control your body's hiccups? You know what I mean? Why, wasn't hic- why isn't hiccup like a big brawny dude? Why isn't his dad hiccup and he's like toot? I don't know. I'm trying to think You're of something. You're getting deep into the like... The strength of hiccups that well, I don't think I'm 100% with you on. That's fine. We should probably just talk about more important things like what we are learning w- this week and what we've been reading, Ooh. what we've been going through in our lives. Sterling, this is the default podcast. It is and the default podcast. as part of the podcast's regular role, we like to talk about the things we're learning. These are the take the best parts, hopefully. Yeah, probably you could, you could probably, so far you could probably leave most of everything <laughs> you've heard about poutine and hiccups. But that is the default podcast. When you turn on what the standard has become... You Whoa. hear us flowing into the reality of the bones. I just got lost in your sentence, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. But we both found out this week that we have accidentally been reading the same book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yes. And indeed, I was, indeed. Oh, we were, I just shrunk. He did. That was weird. <laughs> so I have a new office chair in my room and apparently, oh, and Josh is figuring it out. And he I accidentally got, got shrunk. No, I'm, it's just an office chair, bro. You just push the handle. I know that. It's yeah. my chair. Well, Why are you telling me? You made it sound like it was like oh, a like surprise that I figured it out. it out. Yeah. Well, it is a surprise you figured it out. <laughs> I am surprised you. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we're now I'm totally off track. Oh yeah, how to win friends and influence people. We were talking about what we were going to talk about this week on the podcast because we are reading a book that is written by what's his name? I don't know Abraham Lincoln. Definitely not Abraham Lincoln. Close Dan enough. something. Dan Carl. Dan Carl or something like I that? Don't, honestly, I don't know. But hang on. Let me look it up because if people want to go listen to it, they might want to know. Totally. It's a good... Um, Dan Carnegie. Carnegie. That's Anyways. It um, when it's a I good was... like classic top of the Amazon list book typically. It is. And you heard of it through... I was at a conference, that same conference okay. that I told you I met the Canadian Stuart uh, the other week. And um, one of the guys that was speaking said like, this book, you need to get it. You need to read it. You need to master it. Last week, Josh and I talked a little bit about like 
doing something once and thinking you've learned it or hearing something once and thinking it's ingrained in your brain. Right. Well, this was kind of like after we did that podcast, I went to this conference and he said that and I was like, okay, if these guys are saying like this is something you need to master, yeah, um, then it's probably something I should look into. So we started the book. Josh and I aren't very far into it, but there's already so much good information that I know I'm going to have to go back through it probably a couple times. Um, and I think probably, I don't know about you, but for me, the main thing that I'm noticing is a, just a totally different approach to like talking to people and not even necessarily yeah. like conversation necessarily, although that's included, but a whole different take on like how you approach for me, like client negotiations or email. Even today, I was able to put a lot of this into practice talking with people Interesting. and thinking about one of the big things that it talks about is thinking about what your, I, I want I don't want to use the word target because it sounds negative, but what, whoever you're talking to, what do they want? Yeah. And then you as a business person need to meet that need in order to do well. So just thinking about all the things they might be thinking through or going through or taking all those big things into context was a big thing, <clears throat> excuse me, was a big thing that stood out to me that I've been able to see like within one chapter, I have applicable very direct, like, to, oh, to that, apply. that was the principle that they taught me. Here's how I put it into practice. Exactly. Which is why I know that one, this is going to be a book that I have to, you know, go through a couple times only being one chapter in and knowing that highly recommend that you guys read even from here. I would say like, it's interesting to look at the book and see how it breaks down. Like it strips it like first and foremost, like you said, like almost strips down how you're supposed to view people um, down to that core tenet of what's important, mm -hmm. you know, because it was an interesting like juxtaposition to how people view themselves and then also how we respond to others because every one of us inherently is a selfish being. So we're in it for ourselves. And so it's really interesting. And it's, it's a book written from a while back, I believe it's an yeah, older it seems, book. Yeah, it's older. Um, but the tenants in it ring true and it's that deep core root of humanity that he brings out in the very first like in the very opening few pages, I remember, yeah. he's talking about just the fact that people, when you get down to it, they, I, I think what he said is what's like the key is that they want to be, they want to feel important. There you go. That's yeah, yeah. The, important. They want to feel important. Be important too. Be important. Yeah. But even deeper, just like that, give that sense of feeling. Right, and right, that right. can be a, like a truth, like a, a magnum, like opus truth of humanity that anybody can cling to. Yeah. Because I know it in myself. Like, that was the thing that I almost immediately thought of. Like, as soon as I read that, I, I thought of things in myself where I was looking at parts of my life where, yeah, I did want to be important. And a lot of the things that I have done, even positions that I got in school and stuff, I pursued for the sake of gaining some form of importance. Yeah. Whether that was accolades from the school itself, whether that was recognition from colleagues. All those things like have tied into very specific decisions that I made and motivations for my entire being. And so I, I see that reality and being able to like see how that can not only be a truth, but be applied in the day-to-day -day situations, like in business situations. Mm -hmm. And that's what the whole book, like the whole point of it is to break people down so that they can show you the best way. Dan, whatever the last name is, I keep forgetting it. Dan Carnegie. Carnegie. He, yeah. He is breaking everybody down in order to show you these little steps. And I can't wait to continue to read it. I guess yeah. is where I'm I, at right now with it. I think that's it's why so it's interesting. Like, I think that's why it's something that you have to like, um, you have to just start reading and some of these sure. books, you never really know what you're going to find. Um, but when he's able to lay out a basic principle like that and then show you like, you didn't even realize that you are the same exact way. So within a few pages, he's like telling you something about yourself and like your sure. deepest core. And you're like, Oh, this is why I do all this stuff, and here's a way to leverage it, and not in a manipulative way, 
but in like a you have to deal with people every day. So how do you do it properly? Um, he talks a little bit too. Something that I thought was interesting was he brings up Abraham Lincoln as a very uh, like credible figure and almost like, like a perfect example, which I always heard, you know, growing up like Abraham Lincoln, whatever. Well, he calls Honestly. him like one of the like best like leaders in human history. Yeah. And I think when he, the, the reasons that he gives in the book, which we can't go into detail here are incredible. And I, I agree after reading totally, totally so far. Um, but one thing that he, that he said um, that Abraham Lincoln said, which stood out to me was that he said, speak poorly of no one, um, which I think especially not, I don't want to even say in today's society, but whatever. Freaking everyone talks bad about other people. I totally. do it. You do it. Everyone does it. And just recently I'd been thinking about it a little bit. Um, but when he's saying something like speak poorly of no one, I mean, if that's pretty ex- expletive or not expletive, what's the right word? Um, like all encompassing. Yeah. Like yeah. no one. And Nobody. he even goes over like your enemies, your friends, all this kind of stuff. And I'm, sh- and I started thinking of people in my life to where, you know, how some people you wouldn't want to tell them something cause you know, it would get around totally. even though you don't really know why, you know, when I thought about it, it's usually because if they've talked bad to someone about me, surely they'll do the reverse. People that do it a lot. You especially know there's some people I met in college, dude. After a couple conversations, I was like, I will not speak to them because they'll twist what I say and create a bunch of drama like anywhere they can find. Um, and there are people like that. <clears throat> and so going on the polar opposite to where you can be friends with someone or someone can be friends with you and know that you never speak bad about them means they're going to like you. They're going to treat you different because you never talk bad about anyone else to them. So sometimes it's not even about how mean it is to talk bad about someone else. It's what you're showing about yourself while you do it. Sure. Which is a really interesting take on totally, it. Totally, totally. So that was something that I think like very stood out to me so far that I've been like, whoa, that's kind of uh, elderly thought process almost. You know what I mean? And it's like really humbling because at least for me, I know I don't, I definitely don't do that. I speak poorly a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone So does. like the bar, if that's the bar, like that's I like, got a lot to work on, man. We got a lot to work on. Yeah. And you know what helps? What? That good old craft. Ooh. Some that craft. good old craft mac and cheese. Nothing hits like the good old craft. That you is, sound like I'm trying I was trying to be like a radio ad. You should get sponsored by Kraft. Nothing hits like the good old craft. Yeah, I should. Hey Kraft, if you're out there. <laughs> hey Kraft. No, Josh and I were doing this the other day because or talking about this because I bought some macaroni and cheese. Some of you might have even seen it on my story. And <laughs> I didn't get the the craft ones because one was like, oh, Organic, whatever. I was That's like, okay, right. whatever. I'll try it. You handed me that. And then we were like so annoyed. We were like, it's not right. There's something like wrong. It was chalk mac. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Ch- it, was, it wasn't. It was Yeah. The texture was off. Flavor was off. Noodles were wrong. And I was just like, gosh dang it. Why do I ever think that it's ever going to be better than Kraft? Nothing tastes like that good old Kraft. Are Cue you sh- the homie music. Cue the homie music. The Kraft and, pan. And the Kraft. Thousand- Get yours today. Get your craft today. Dude, craft, I agree, though. You know what I don't get about it's it, It's because though? of that deep childhood memory, you know, embedded in there. Like, it's that nostalgia factor. Every time I smell it wafting through the kitchen, I know mama's cooking. Craft mac and cheese is coming. Whoa. I can go in there, get me some, fill up my little diaper, go inside oh, of the room. Oh, all right. I don't want to hear more about <laughs> your story, but I just had an epiphany just now. Oh, tell me. Okay, if it's macaroni stands for a type of noodle, right? That's a type of noodle. Sure. So you can't have shells, mac and cheese. That's just shells and cheese. Right. Well, why do some of the boxes say shells, shell, mac and cheese? Shell noodles, but it's by definition, mac and that is a flat out lie. Dude, you have been calling out a lie that I have been enraged by for I am years. ready to take on Italy and all of their noodle <laughs> types, all their confettuccini. Confettuccinis. <laughs> they got too That's many the, styles. That's the prime one. They got, they got way too many. Let's keep it simple. 
let's fight for macaroni. What would you say is like, where would Kraft be on the scale of Mac? It's going to be that baseline eight. Eight? Yeah, you've had better macaroni. You've been to those nice restaurants where they da-da-da, write cheeses, and they bake it over, those and are, if, on top. If the limit's like, what, 10? Yeah. Those are only two steps above Mac? Yeah. Mac, oh. and nothing hits like that good old Mac. That's what are you true. talking about? You just gave a Man. whole story about it. I guess just like when you look at it, or like if you crack. put them next to each other on the table, anyone who's walking by would be like, clearly that's the better but product. But if we're being anyone walking by, that's right. But those of us that know the product through and through, You're right. it's an eight to us. There's there's a deeper sense to Mac and cheese than its <laughs> mere visual display. I should not have wavered from my beliefs, bro. You, I gave right. up on craft way too fast. That's what good friends fast. are for. I'm here to trudge along and when i fall later then you got to help me up where would that okay so where would that nasty craft or nasty mac you made the other day on the scale go Four. i ate it i okay. mean i still ate it you know what i mean yeah you didn't no i didn't <laughs> yeah it wasn't very good <laughs> i had a couple I, I bites give it a four. i tried i, I wasn't mean, that hungry either though i came over i was already true, pretty you full because you had dinner yeah so In that's what case. Josh and I do during the week. The, now that you guys know, we come over here and we figure out what to eat. And we're like, what are we doing? I also don't stuff mac and cheese into my diaper. I was totally just going off the top of my head with that whole thing. I feel like I did have mac and cheese as a kid, though, quite a bit. Still do hmm. on occasion. I yeah, it, but more for with me, you. It's the simplicity. It's more with you than anything. Yeah, because lately, whenever I get a little bit hungry, it's so easy to make. I just make it as a snack. Yeah. So it's like my go-to because it's so fast. So it's not like my meals thing, but like betweens when you're, I'm like, dude, dude you're I a straight up bachelor. Quick. 100%. Dude, I am offended. <laughs> you are. I resent that. You are. Why? No, I'm not a bachelor. Look at look at my... Do you see all my clothes hung and folded in his closet? Bachelor's not... My, have you ever come over here and seen my bed not made? That doesn't mean you're not a bachelor. Yeah, there are differences, bro. What would you consider a bachelor then? Like, I'm if thinking you were like... What do you mean? Full what I, bachelor status. <clears throat> what would your room look like? Here's what it's going to be. You're going to see dishes in the sinks. You're going to see trash is not empties. You're going to see clothes all over the floor. Literally... That's all that kind of stuff. Okay. Stuff isn't taken care of. That's why, dude. You got like some giant figurine of... I'm so offended. Can you believe this? Of a Lego Bionicle. <laughs> this is what triggered me. This is what... Dude, the Bachelor? This is how to get... Yeah, that's that's the... I've never seen myself triggered so fast. I didn't realize this was going to be such a like... I didn't either. Personal, like, soft I think spot. it's because I try so hard to like... To s- not be a Bachelor? To, no, to be on top of my stuff. Like, oh. I work every day so I don't so consider Bachelor, like, off of your stuff, though. Like, you're totally on it. Dude, no, you're not. That's, like, why people make fun of it. Uh, why would it be a joke if it was, like, the place to be? Everyone's like, oh, he's a Bachelor. Or, like, it's, <laughs> I like, guess that's fair. Like, the stereotype is bad. Yeah. For sure. That's why I <laughs> spit on your, in your, on your insult. But, but the mac and cheese. What? But the mac and cheese, But bro. the mac and cheese, it'll always treat you right. I'm just saying, like, with, with, the, with the Bachelor image... It fits. With that in mind, we got an email. From, oh, that's right. From Mr. Malaysia himself. And you can, well, I don't know if he's Mr. Malaysia. He's but not. You can email in to the default podcast at defaultpodcasting at gmail.com. Oh, we never even told the Canadians where to email in. Defaultpodcasting at gmail.com. That's probably gonna not going to be, make it to their email? ears now because they're not going to make it to this part. Yeah, I know. True. Because statistically, what? We, we're down to the last 40% of you. <laughs> Probably. That's kind of funny, actually. Unfortunately. Hey, we're but talking to... Hey, you're the diehards. Hey, are here, we know that you are diehards. We appreciate you. We see the statistics. And you can email us. The rest of you guys who aren't listening can't because you didn't hear the email. Yeah. So, you know what? We only want you guys anyways. You're our secret... One um, of you... Buddies. One of you 40%. One of you is from Malaysia. Guaranteed. Because you wrote in. He did. And his name. 
is Thomas. Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas wrote in to the default podcast and said, My name is Thomas. I'm 15. Currently, I'm on school holiday, which have lots of time to teach myself graphic design and also doing photography. That is awesome, Kyle. Wait, (laughs) it's not Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) You insulted him so hard so fast. Uh, Okay, so Thomas (laughs) has a question. Uh, what's the music you use for your podcast? Um, I just that one's for you, dude. I have two YouTube like free copyright copyright free music clips that I use, and I've used other ones in the past, and I'll probably use others in the future. I've actually thought about producing something for it, but I'm not good at songs. Thomas, I just want you to know if you stick with your graphic design stuff from this age, you are gonna kill it. It's true. He's starting at 15. He's starting young and already doing that kind of stuff. If you stick with it, dude, you can learn everything you need to know on the internet, dude. And here's where the Malaysian part comes in. He says, by the way, I'm Malaysian. Kind of surprised that the second most listeners is at my country. And we want to clarify that was on that particular platform. I think that was... Yeah. Spotify. No, Spotify, because we just saw it again. Was it? Yeah, Spotify. But Canada was above them. Oh, you're right. You're right. I don't remember which one. Malaysia, you're out there. Thanks for listening, Thomas and others. That's pretty much it from thomas today although well, he asks for youtube recommendations sterling if you had to give your top favorite youtube er right now off the top of your head off the top of my head if we're talking the productivity space i'm gonna obviously say matt Vella. Okay. i think that's top-notch content i think it will give you practical and actionable advice from a well-made video on youtube you won't find that quality anywhere else so there you go that's our go but um if not there dude i would say just be careful about who you invest in because People on YouTube are also looking to make content, and their advice isn't always super sound. So make sure you're checking your facts and looking at multiple sources. There you go. That's what I would do. That's the information you needed. And that is also the default podcast. Thank you guys for listening. It has been a wonderful week, Sterling. And despite my madness yesterday, losing my phone and all sorts of other crazy things, we were able to get it in. I'm happy. I am also happy. Good week. Hope you guys have a good week. This is the most serious intro. Like, you know why? It's because we Outro? started thinking about. Yeah, it was because we started thinking about the people listening. We know it's the people that listen long. We're like, these are the people, man. I started to get emotional for sure. Josh shed a tear, but I didn't want to say anything. Thanks for listening, guys. 